All right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Last Call podcast. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, guest co-hosting tonight is Dylan Clemens, one of the uh, writers here at Fantasy Six Pack. What's going on, man? Not much. Just an awesome day of some football, man. Dude, we had a we had a lot of high scoring games. A lot of uh, I've noticed uh, a lot of high scoring fantasy affairs because of it. So yes, sir. Seems pretty obvious, but uh, mm-hmm. it was a it was a good day all around. For, uh, for football. It was fun to watch. Uh, we are at halftime of the Chiefs and the Broncos. Pretty low-scoring game. 10-3. to Chiefs are up. Uh, not a ton of offense to talk about. I guess really the, the big the big thing to talk about here is just the uh, the usage of Javante Williams without Melvin Gordon. We're seeing 14 carries for 59 yards, and he's got three receptions for 47 yards. He's pretty much the only offense on that team right yep. now. Uh, he just, I mean, a little, little padded by a 34-yard game at the end of the half. That, <laughs> yep. was kinda not, that meant absolutely nothing. But, hey, you know I'll what? I'll take Arizona's, that. We'll take it. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, again, man, the, the Chiefs kind of struggling, We, we you know, if you guys have listened to this this show, watch it in weeks past. You know we we've been talking about this week in and week out. It's just this Kansas City Chiefs offense is not the same, no, and you know teams are playing them differently. That you know they're 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 forcing them to dink and dunk down the field, and they're just not that kind of offense. So um, it'll be interesting to see if they can get things you know figured out here. You know for a, a playoff run, uh, which you know I. I would say they'd make, they're going to make the playoffs, but if they keep playing like this, they're not going to make it too far, in my and, opinion. But and like even in years past, man, when they when there was a big play available, they would hit it. And like tonight, Tyreek Hill was wide open in the middle of the field for like a 30, 35 yeah. yard game, and Mahomes just missed him and just just underthrew him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it it it's very weird. I, it, I almost wouldn't be shocked if we come and, and learn at the end of the season that Mahomes was playing injured or something. Because yeah. he's been missing stuff that he doesn't usually miss. Yeah. So, I don't Agreed. know. Who knows? Maybe maybe Sammy Watkins was way more important to that offense than we thought. <laughs> he might uh Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> so, who would have ever thought that? All right, man. Let's, uh, let's rip through these games. I'll let you uh, lead the way here early. All right. Uh, first game here, Los Angeles Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, kind of a weird game, man. Chargers jumped out to a 24-0 lead. Uh, but then they kept turning the ball over. Herbert had an interception. But other than that, he was good, 26-35 for 317 and three touchdowns with that one pick. What was weird about the Chargers offense was Eckler fumbling twice. Yeah. I, I think he... He almost fumbled a third time, but he was ruled down. It yep. was actually before the two, the other two. So yeah, he was um, he, butterfingers today, man. And like you could see, every time the Bengals got near him, they were just pulling at it. Yeah. And I don't know if they saw something on tape, you know, on film to to go after that, but it's something to look forward to uh, to you know to watch for. I think Eckler left the game very very late with an injury, but I haven't been able to find an update about it. So. Okay. Um, just something else to keep an eye on, but you know, Eckler did Eckler thing, so we're happy. <laughs> and now we the, got other than the fumbles. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, we got another decently big game for Mike Williams, man. Five catches, 110 yards. Are you thinking we're going to be able to trust him a little bit more as fantasy playoffs come? Uh, dude, I don't. 
honestly, no, man. Like, you know, seeing the five for one ten was nice. Uh, you know, Allen got the two the two touchdowns, which mm-hmm. was bizarre. Um, it's, you know, it saved his, it saved, saved Keenan's his day. day. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, no. I mean, like you can tell they're really trying to get Mike Williams back involved in this offense the last few weeks. You know, at least early on, you see him heavily peppered with the ball, and then it just goes away as the game starts moving forward. Um, and he's like forgotten about, but yeah. I still think he's, you know, he's probably in that wide receiver two range for most weeks, just because he's got the ceiling, you know, where he can boom big time. And so that's going to keep him in that wide receiver two range for rankings, but he is going to be a boomer bus guy. And that's just, that's just what you're living with when you, when you've, when you've got him. Yep. Yep. I tend to agree with that. Um, then jumping over to the Bengals side of it, Burrow had an, uh, he was all right. He a little banged up too and injured his finger earlier in the game, came out of halftime with a glove on, but he was 24 40 for 300 yards. One touchdown at interception. One was a bobble by chase. <laughs> Dude, that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, they, man, they've got to do something where like that's not on the quarterback. I mean, there right. was I agree. a perfect throw that should have gone for six. Yep. And chase has bobbled it up and then Ugh. bobbled it backwards. And then, corner just came underneath and took it like it was ridiculous yep uh mexican 19 carries for 54 yards on the ground and a touchdown that kind of saved his day as well he also lost a fumble today and then higgins man he blew up again nine catches 138 yards and a really sick catch for that touchdown yeah man he went up and got that one so you know higgins is now starting to take over what chase was doing early on in the year you know and he's becoming a favorite a favorite uh, target for Burrow big time. And yep. uh, yeah, I mean, look, I think, you know, we still all like Chase, you know, his talent, but uh, Higgins might be the more trustworthy play down the stretch here because Chase looks like, you know, defenses have somewhat figured him out. Yeah, and, you know, slowed him down they, well, yeah, they've slowed him down. They're paying a little bit more attention to him. So, you know, just, you know, I think you're fine using both of them, but uh, Higgins might be the guy down the stretch it's going to win some playoff games for you that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking uh next game tampa bay bucks at the falcons uh bucks took care of business 30 to 17 brady just came out slinging the ball all over the field i think he had 20 passing attempts in the first quarter or something like that (laughs) that's so crazy the the announcers were like does he have the arm strength to throw the ball eight (laughs) times because he's on pace (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, he's 38 of 51 for 368, that's four still touchdowns. still a ton of passing attempts. Yeah, yeah. He did get intercepted once on a, a weird screenplay that the defensive lineman made a very good play. Yeah, he did. It was like on the two-yard line, too, so the, the defensive lineman was just like, thanks? Touchdown. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think Brady kind of put his stamp on his uh, MV, MVP case for this season with today's yeah he um he was like wait wait, fournette got four touchdowns last week yeah it's my my turn again (laughs) yep yep (laughs) he 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 let fournette have one i mean you know he was being nice (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that like you said fournette 13 for 44 on the ground but he saw he caught seven balls today for 48 yards and a touchdown he's been a ppr monster man like yes it's, it's been crazy you know, everybody said, how, what was it, two years ago or whatever, when he had all those catches in Jacksonville, and everybody's like, oh, that'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's happening again. <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, definitely a lot better than I thought coming into season. I have zero shares of Leonard Fournette, and I I might have him in, like, a it. best ball somewhere just because, I mean, you just, you know, you, you 
draft differently all your teams but yeah i don't have him anywhere i mean it was one of those deals where you know him and rojo last year split so much of the the workload during right. the season. It wasn't until the playoffs that Fournette really busted through. And you, you know, you see that in the playoffs, right? You just ride the hot hand of the playoffs. Fine. I didn't think that they were going to do this with Fournette, you know, during the season. And I don't think a lot of people did. Uh, so, you know, congrats to whoever got him in your drafts, but uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say they didn't draft him thinking he was going to do this. Yeah. They didn't draft him willingly. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, but Brady's wide receiver uh, options, they all had big days as well. Godwin, 15 catches for 143. Evans, 7 for 99. Didn't catch a touchdown. That was a little weird. Uh, and Gronk, 4 for 58 and two touchdowns. Gronk. That Gronk-Brady connection's just silly, man. Scottish, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fantastic. It is awesome. It was like probably over 60 points combined between the two of them just from oh, the wow. team. it's oh, insane wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then jumping over to the falcons uh matt ryan didn't have an awful game 30 of 41 for 297 just didn't get in the end zone uh no turnovers cordero patterson 13 carries on the ground 78 yards and then three for 18 through the year so he a decent game but you expected a little more out of Patterson after what he's done this year. And then Russell Gage had a very solid day, 11 catches for 130. Unfortunately, just lost the fumble that that hurt the Falcons pretty bad in that game. Yeah, I mean they they were they were pretty close. Uh I mean they were keeping it within, you know, spitting distance of uh, you know of a ball game there and then yeah, he fumbled and they went down and scored and it was kind of just like over at that point. But I mean Gage had Gage had a really nice game and honestly, this is two in a row. Three out of the last four, honestly. Like, if you got rid of that, I think it was the Dallas game where he pretty much put up like a goose egg in the middle yeah, of that. Yeah, like, right. he's been good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're all really soured by Gage's, you know, start to the season and he was banged up and, you know, but he's doing what we all thought he was going to do and then some before the season started. I mean, I, I drafted him uh, in Scott Fish, actually, and I <laughs> held on to him the whole time. And I'm really glad I did yeah, because I'm actually you. starting him over Jerry, like of the likes of like Jerry Judy at this point. And yeah, I never sense. thought I would have done that to start <laughs> the season, but you know, Gage is 11 for 130. I mean, I'll, I'll take eight for 75 and yep. be perfectly happy with that. You know, like so. Yeah, that's that's looking good there. Uh, we do have, I guess, sad news. Our, our our friend from the the Sunday morning show, Bob Dole, is uh, breaking news. I suppose real Bob Dole died today, at the age of ninety eight. Oh man! Uh, Honestly, yeah, I'm man. not gonna lie, man. I did not even know that uh, Bob I Dole didn't. was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Me so, either. Um, yeah, but <laughs> sad news there. Um, but all right, Bob, Bob our Dole. Friend, hope we uh, hope you uh, hope you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next game, Cardinals at uh, the Bears. Cardinals win 33-22. This one hurt me to watch, man, as a Bears fan. Ugh. Uh, uh, Kyler didn't have to do much through the air. He's 11-15 for 123, two touchdowns, through a beauty of a ball to uh, DeAndre Hopkins right away in the game for a yeah. touchdown. So if you started Hopkins, you were okay with his day, even though he was just – two for 32 but it saved his day with his touchdown kyler also added two touchdowns on the ground which i was worried about him running but he yeah he uh he definitely shut me up with that with uh running it 10 times 
And then Connor was solid on the ground as well, 20 for 75, two catches, uh, 36 yards, and a one-handed sick touchdown. Oh, yeah, that was that was pretty nasty. <laughs> and then uh, jumping over to the Bears' side, Dalton, four picks today, 229 yards through two touchdowns. Uh, I would say two out of the four picks were his fault. He had another weird one, Joe. I don't know if you saw that, where he hit Cole Komet. On a first down, Komet's going to the ground, and as he's going to the ground, he, the ball just squirts through his gloves and goes right into Buda Baker's hands. I, I did see that. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, Buda Baker like ran the entire length of the field almost. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, that do fast. Uh, <laughs> but pretty much the story of the Bears' offense was Montgomery looking like the Montgomery we thought we were going to see at the beginning of the year. Twenty-one for ninety and a touchdown on the ground. I also saw also caught eight balls for fifty-one yards. Um, and then for the one wide receiver who had a decent game was Jakeem Grant for the Bears, five for 62. Joe, can we trust any pass catchers in the Bears offense moving forward at all? Yeah. I mean, I think as long as Dalton is the quarterback, I mean, look, I, I sort of give a pass today just because it was a rainy, sloppy, you know, not super windy, but windy enough. Like it was just an ugly game. Yep. And, you know, Arizona is just a better team at this point. Um, and, you know, they've got the quarterback where they don't have to throw the ball 40 times. They yep. can run with him. And so the, the offense is just different. Um, but as long as Dalton is back there and, you know, normal-ish conditions, uh, I think Mooney is still somebody that I really like going forward. After that, I don't really like anybody, not even really Cole Komet. I know people were sort of high on him yeah. a few weeks ago when, like, it was starting to – be hyped that he was starting to figure things out and all that kind of stuff, but um, just <clears throat> he's really. kind of just in that streaming tight end range. I feel yeah. pending the match, and even then, it's well, you know, lower better. end. You yeah. don't really feel all that great about it. Yeah. And then uh, the next game, the shocker of the day: Vikings against the Lions. Uh, Lions beat them 29-27 on a walk off Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown. Uh, by the way, that was the worst defense ever oh. they just backed up to the back of the end zone yep. and just like let them walk in turn around and catch ball that, <laughs> i yeah, was like that what was, that was what happened yeah that was uh that was nuts uh the big guy that we all thought was gonna have a decent j was jamal williams and he did okay he wasn't great though 17 for 71 and only mm-hmm. caught one ball for nine yards but uh hawkinson was good uh, that's a good sign. Four for 49, and he caught a touchdown as well. And then, like I said, Amon Ra, St. Brown caught a touchdown as well. It's caught 10 balls for 86 yards. Yeah, he had a big game. Mm-hmm. Big, big game. I, uh, I just wish him or Josh Reynolds would stand out from one another. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> golf. Yeah, we won't I don't know ever. Anybody's to going see that. to. Uh, <laughs> The Vikings, though, man, I, I do, I do like, uh, I like what we saw from Madison today, and then, um, you know, Jefferson had a massive oh, game. Yeah. The unfortunate part is Adam Thielen was obviously injured really early, an ankle injury, um, and so I haven't seen I, what. I actually did get an update as okay. a high ankle sprain, Ooh, so that's so yeah, that's likely going to miss some time. So. You know, you're looking there. I, I obviously I don't like Cousins as much as a streamer option unless the matchup is right uh, without Thielen, and obviously Jefferson will get a slight boost, but you know, he's already just elite. So 
I think to me, you're looking at, you know, Conklin picking up some slack. You know, he's, he's not going to move up into the high end of the tight end streamer area. And let's not forget about KJ Osborne. Yeah, he I was actually, just has, he actually had a pretty solid game. Uh, he didn't fill in our, our, you know, hit our land in our short notes here that we have, but he had a pretty solid game. So um, I have a feeling he's probably going to be a big time waiver wire yeah, pickup. 100%. Yep. Mm-hmm. I will be probably targeting him as Scottfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I had sense. him like after the first week of the season, and then dropped him like five or six weeks later because he wasn't doing anything. Yeah, right, right. So I'll go get him again. <laughs> uh, next game here: uh, the Giants at the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins win twenty to nine. Two had a good day today. He's thirty for forty-one for two forty-four with two touchdowns. Joe, I want to ask you real quick about Tua, man. At like they were talking about it today. He just had the month of November where he completed over like eighty percent of his passes. That's insane. I did not know that until I saw the uh, the Fox. I think you were watching the same thing I was mm-hmm. the Fox morning show, uh, the Fox pregame show. I mean, eighty percent. That's insane. Uh, and, I've is that that has got to be some sort of record. Man. Yeah, I think like, it is. Uh, that's, it's like everyone was crapping on Tua at the beginning of the year, wanting him to trade for Deshaun Watson and all this. But I I like Tua moving forward, and his I pass do. catchers in this offense, he's making it, keeping them all relevant for the most part as well. Absolutely, yeah. I, I do like Tua coming, you know, moving forward. Maybe not so much as like a fantasy stud. I think he's just going to be a good, solid NFL quarterback. He's a smart guy. Uh, he's athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to give this guy time to figure things out after the, the horrendous hip injury that he sustained in the end of college. And then, you know, <clears throat> you know, last year was just, I mean, he, he wasn't right. You could tell. And so, exactly. Yeah, he finally had the, the full off season, another year to get healthy. Um, and then of course he got hurt at the beginning of this season. So that didn't help anything. Yeah. So he, he just needs to get into a groove, and I think, you know, we're starting to see it now. Um, mm-hmm. Now, granted, the opponents that he's played haven't been the best, but, right. you know, sometimes you just need to get, you know, confidence by beating those teams. But, I mean, look, they <clears> – It's five in a row, right, I believe? Yeah, five in a row. Um, although, you know, I say they're not all the greatest, but, I mean, they beat Baltimore. Yep. Right. Uh, Do they – Buffalo, or like that was game was that game was close. Yes, yeah, that game was that game was close. Yeah, yeah, but either way, like they've they've uh, you know they've beaten you know then the Jets and the Carolina, and of course today you know wasn't the greatest opponent, but look, you know you got to get the job done against those types of teams. Like so, there's to it. So uh, yeah, I like him going forward. I I don't know if he'll ever become like a plug and play fantasy starter for right. for us there but um as far as nfl wise i think i think he's going to be a good quarterback for the dolphins agreed i definitely agree with you and then from the Giants side of it not really much to take away uh mike glennon started and he uh threw for 187 yards and a pick uh barkley was okay the six uh catches kind of saved his day they were just only for 19 yards and he added 55 rushing yards yeah. on the ground it's hard to really say anything about that offense. It's just in shambles, and you know, with they Glennon just, back there, it's even worse. Hasn't been able to stay healthy all season. And their whole offense is right. wild. It's wild. Um, next game: Eagles at the Jets. Eagles took care of business, thirty-three eighteen. And man, 
did Minshew look good, man? 20 to 25. Wasn't I think he like he started, 11 for 11 or something like that. Yeah, that was, yep, I was going to say that. That was, yeah, just crazy. His swagger is fantastic and everything. You see how he walked, <laughs> he walked into the stadium, like, just all all dressed up, man. He just uh, that, dude, that dude's hilarious. He's awesome. Uh, he threw two touchdowns. Uh, Miles yeah. Sanders was great today too. I saw twenty four carries, man, for one hundred twenty yards, three for twenty two. Unfortunately, he hurt his ankle again. The same one. And he was screaming. He was. You could definitely tell he was in some pain. Uh, but he, we finally saw it, man. Dallas Goddard, six for 105 and two touchdowns. We've been waiting for that breakout once Ertz got uh, traded to the Cardinals, and it finally happened. It's amazing what happens when you have a quarterback who can actually throw the ball. And Joe, do you think, what do you think Philadelphia is thinking after that? I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, they put all their eggs in a basket with Hertz, and – Look, do I think Minshew like stole the job from him? Probably not. But man, it's got to get him thinking, right? Like, man, it's now at least got to put Hertz on a much shorter leash. Like when he starts throwing his picks, man. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's it's gonna be one of those. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um. It's got to be one of those. All right, Hertz, you're not having this day. You know, let's let's pull you. Or what happens when they get behind and they need to pass? Exactly, they'll probably pull Hurts and throw Minshew in there. That's that's mm-hmm. got to be where I think they go. Yep, agreed. And with them still battling for a playoff spot too, man, they're uh, yeah, definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, then the Jets side of it, Zach Wilson actually had a better game than I think we all anticipated. 23 or 38, 226, two touchdowns and, uh, interception. I'm going to say that was off a tip pass. Uh, Tevacoba was okay. 11 for 58, caught three balls for 19. He was out touched by Ty, by Ty Johnson or sorry. He out touched Ty, Ty, Ty Johnson, yeah. 14 yep. to three. So everybody who thought it was going to be Ty Johnson. Nope. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I actually went out and grabbed Coleman over Ty Johnson, and most. I did think that Ty Johnson was gonna was gonna be more involved in this. Like, I'm surprised that he's not more involved in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I guess just, weird. Zach Wilson's just kind of the Yolo ball guy. He doesn't really check down to the to the running backs a whole heck of a lot. Even though I mean, I Coleman guess. did catch three passes, which is nice, but. Yeah, yeah Johnson and that, caught two and ran for one. That was it. And then Elijah Moore, man, I know on the podcast or on the live stream this morning, we kind of told a couple, some people to sit him this week, but he is uh, six for 77 and a touchdown. He was uh, he had a, he had a good pretty game. solid again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough with him and, and you know, that that's where my head goes as far as this game is, you know, what do we do with Elijah Moore going forward? And it's, you know, with Wilson back there and what we have said many times lately, now that Wilson is back is, I don't fully trust Elijah Moore. I look. I don't know if we're gonna get repeat performances like this out of Zach Wilson. I mean, if you look at last week, it was awful. Yeah. Um, and the Eagles. I mean, they've been playing fairly decent defense. So, like for him to be able to do this against them, that's pretty that's, good. Yeah, I mean, that's it, what surprised it's, me. It's you know that gives me a little bit of hope, but I almost want to see it again. I mean, look, Elijah Moore has earned our trust enough to start him over a lot of players regardless, right? But mm-hmm. I think, you know, obviously it's going to depend on your options. And, 
you know, if you've got some decent guys that, you know, have done it more often than more with and have a better quarterback than more, I would still plug them in until more does this over and over again with Wilson in there. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, next game Colts at the Texans wasn't much of a game. Uh, Colts won 31, nothing once 16 to 22, one fifty eight in the touchdown. Didn't have to do anything. We finally nope. saw Jonathan Taylor get a whole crap ton of workload. 32 <laughs> carries for 143 yards and two touchdowns. Is this the game to give Jonathan Taylor 32 carries? No. no, no, it's not, man. I don't understand <laughs> Frank Reich, man. Like last game, right, was the one where they were in a close game. I get it was Tampa. Mm-hmm. They were in a close game. Jonathan Taylor had eight carries before the 10-minute mark in the fourth quarter. That that huge drive, Jonathan Taylor, eight carries in that drive alone, and he scored. That was like his entire game. He doubled everything in an entire, in an entire drive. In what was a game where they were either tied or leading at first, mm-hmm. and then even when they were down, they was down by like one possession most of the game until the very, very end. Uh, so just, it makes no sense what Frank Reich is doing there with, with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, in a game, it's – I mean, they were blowing him out pretty early. Yeah, they were up 21 and enough. You don't run your guy 32 there. times and possibly get him hurt. Like this right. – I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, and then Pittman, 6 for 77. Uh, decent Drop the touchdown. Oh, yeah. Brutal. It's like Wentz put a little too much sauce on that He one. did, man. <laughs> it was like a five-yard pass. Just yeah. like throwing as hard as he could. But still, Pittman's got to catch those, catch. man. No, That's, no. Uh, that was rough. I would have uh, probably cashed in all of my DFS lineups. Like he caught that. Like I Damn. was, I missed the cut. I, I cashed in a lot of them, but I missed by like, you know, a few points. And had Pittman caught that, it would have been another 10 yards, another catch and a touchdown. It would have been another, you know, it would have been like an eight point swing. And it would have probably put me in the cash in, in the few that I didn't yeah, catch. It. That, that sucks. That's <laughs> that hurts. a little bit, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah. Then the Texan side of the ball, man, not really much to talk about it. Brady Cooks no, no. was pretty brutal the whole game, but got some garbage time once Davis Mills actually came in. They, and I think Yeah, they benched Tyrod. I mean, yeah. Yeah. he's been bad. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, sorry, Tyrod. Yeah. Go we love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's finish up with these late afternoon games. So start here with Washington and the Raiders. Washington squeaks this one out 17-15. to 15. Heineke 20 for 30, buck 96, two touchdowns and a pick. Gibson went 23 for 88. You know, we got the workload that we kind of thought we would get now mm-hmm. with, with McKissick out. Uh, caught five for 23. Logan Thomas, three for 48 in the touchdown. Unfortunately, did hurt his knee. And I got an update during the show. Um, torn ACL and MCL. So he yeah. is um, he's done. And we're probably not going to see him for – we may not see him next season. All next old. year. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd say all in actually. I mean, like ACL and you know these these guys are coming back in like eight, nine, ten. Yeah, months that's now, true. So we could see him later, you know. But he's he's like he's not gonna be somebody that I'm gonna be drafting. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Sure. To, he's an older guy too. I think he's twenty eight, twenty nine. He's older, there, but I'll say like he doesn't have the mileage. Like he didn't really get used a, a lot. I mean, you got to remember. I think he well he played for Arizona for a while, right? And he just like he didn't get used there at all that's true um, so yep. like you know and he wasn't he actually wasn't a tight end in in college he was He's a quarterback right he was a quarterback for the Hokies. Mm-hmm. um 
but he's, I mean, he's a big guy. I mean, like, you know, he, I think he'll be able to bounce back, but that's, um, that's a tough loss for that offense big time for sure. Definitely. they do really like using him on the Raiders side of the ball. Derek Carr, 38, 28 for 38, 249, no picks, no interceptions. Josh Jacobs, 13 for 52 and a touchdown, nine for 38 in the air. Nine catches for Jacobs is a lot, by the way. Yes, it <laughs> That's is. Yes. Crazy. Well, I, don't, I don't know that we've ever seen that before from him. Uh, yeah. Not lately. That's uh, for okay. sure. Um, and then uh, Renfro went nine for 102. Interestingly enough, uh, Foster Moreau, who was everybody's oh. darling pickup man, yep. just crapped the bed today, man. It was not good. Yeah, um, one catch, I think. I think it went for 35 yards or something like that, man. But yeah, it was not yeah. not great from him. No, it was it was pretty bad. Um, and then they have the bye next week, and then I think the the thought process is that Waller should be back. So Moreau's. Uh, value is, is out the window as soon as as soon as Waller comes back. But you know, I, I think the, the my takeaway here, my question for you is, you know if if Waller doesn't come back in week fifteen, right? Um A do you trust Moreau again at that point? And what do we think of this offense moving forward? Because like it just they could not move the ball, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um I agree that the offense is definitely takes a tick down with Waller being out of the lineup, but I think you could trust Moreau a little bit. He did have, he did see some targets. He did see a red zone target that he, he almost caught. He almost caught another ball that was, uh, that was high pointed as well. So he did see some targets. I think okay. he's a lower end uh, streaming option. If Waller doesn't come back uh, after the bye. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think you know, but in general, though, I think that offense car also takes a bit of a hit without Waller there. So he's not a favorite for me. I, I actually really liked this game offensively, and it really didn't come through. Um, yeah. So uh, I thought it was going to hit the over. Honestly, I think the the over under was like forty eight. I thought it was going to go over, man. I really did because. Um, the defenses aren't great, but the defenses came to play today somehow. (laughs) Kind of crazy. So next game here, Jags and the Rams, the Rams uh, smacked the Jags around 37 to seven. Uh, I mean, this one was over pretty quickly. It felt like Uh, Lawrence, nothing really J Rob eight for 24, one for 11 in the air. He fumbled early and then right away, man, just, yeah. And he fumbled last week. And same thing happened. So he's got to he's got to figure this out because you know Hyde has shown he can carry the rock at least yeah. a little bit. Um, I think they want to use J. Rob and they should want to. He's obviously the better player, but you know if you keep fumbling the ball, you're not gonna you're not gonna see the field. Um, <clears throat> but I think he fumbles so early they can't just like only use Hyde the entire game. He can't right. carry yeah. that much. So yeah. They got to right. go back to him a little bit. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, he's got to get those fumbles back. Hang on to the um, ball, man. And then, uh, you know, just, just nothing in the air for this team, you know, with just getting slaughtered and, and Trevor Lawrence just he's a running like a chicken man. with his head yeah. cut off back there, yeah. man. It's just, it's a shame. Like, Not I, a lot I of hate help. throwing in quarterbacks in situations like that that are t- as talented as him. Like, you just wonder what it's doing to his, his psyche moving forward in his career. But hopefully he's strong enough and, and smart enough to be able to get past all this and just hopefully they'll build around him. Uh, on the Rams side, Stafford twenty six for twenty. Is that right? Twenty six for twenty eight. Did I write that down right? 
Damn, that's impressive. <laughs> um, I might have written that down wrong. I'm pulling up the actual box score now. 26 for 38. That makes way more sense. I yes, was like, holy cow. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, 26 for 38, 295, and three touchdowns. Sony Michelle, <clears throat> Mitchell. Like, yeah, Michael if you guys watch Sunday morning, show, <laughs> you'll know what we mean. Sony Michelle, 24 for 121 in the touchdowns. So I've had the big game. A lot of us were, were hoping for and expecting uh, the receivers, man. There's a lot. But uh, Cooper Cup obviously did Cooper Cup things. Eight for 129 in the touchdown. Uh, and it was and, mostly all in the second half, Joe. Yeah, he he wasn't really used. I was actually worried because I've got uh, yeah, I, was I had too. him in those DFS lineups that I'm talking mm-hmm. about, and I was like, oh no, um, <laughs> yeah. But he he blew up. Uh, Higby had a pretty good game, five for forty eight. Van Jefferson get in the van, get six for forty one in the touch. <laughs> uh, Odell got involved, only two, only caught two of five targets, but two for twenty eight and a touchdown. Touchdown um, saved his day as well. If you so playing. yeah, but I mean like you know o- Odell's actually. He he made another play pretty nice, like where he like streaked across the middle of the field and like first down and kind of ran with it. It was a, you know, it was a pretty nice ball. But you know, he's still learning this offense. Um, yeah. and 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 that's what I was going to ask you. So like we we've seen the Rams sort of struggle more recently, right? Ever since the Woods injury yeah. and and all these trades that they've made, right? So the trades come in, Woods injury, and then like the team struggles. Now that Odell is sort of learning this offense a little more and getting more comfortable with it and Stafford, um, we're seeing them looking like the Rams of the past again. These last two weeks, yeah, they lost last week to the Packers, but they still put up pretty good numbers. Yeah, they're good know, offensively. offensively. So do you, you know, outside of Cooper Cup, like do you trust, you know, Van Jefferson and Odell and, you know, Henderson moving forward when he's healthy again? Like do you trust all these guys again or are you sort of like hesitant to use them because of the struggles that we saw in previous weeks? I'm comfortable with with Van, I'm still a little worried with Odell. I feel he's yeah. a little touchdown, a little big play dependent weekly. But I, uh, I think Van could be flex play wide receiver three weekly. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup's a stud. Yeah, it was good to see the running game get going because yes. Daryl, when Daryl has been in lately, it hasn't been great. But it's it started humming today. It was the Jaguars' defense they're playing against, obviously, but. It's obviously great to see the running game get back on track. Absolutely. I think that that helps everybody, honestly. Uh, Next game here, next to last, we got Ravens and Steelers. Steelers win 20 to 19. Um, Before I even get into the stats, what in the hell was Harbaugh thinking? I'm sorry. No, you don't do that. No, you don't. For two, when they tied the game, or when they scored the you know game tying touchdown um mm-hmm. with what it was like 12, three seconds three, yeah three, yeah you're right 12 12 so i think it was right. like 12 seconds mm-hmm. or something, something like that fantastic drive to get down the field you know they, they let up all those fourth quarter points and then they go for two and honestly they almost scored it was just mm-hmm. a it was actually a poorly thrown ball by the just um, missed him just, just missed, missed him but i mean you you make that catch, he walks into the end zone. He was and there was no one around Mark Andrews. It was it was a touchdown or two point conversion for the win. But like, I don't know. I feel like you know your defense was outside of that fourth quarter. Man, your defense had shut them down. I know. And it, 
you've got the best kicker in football. That is just like an automatic like bonus for extra time, man. Like you all, you know, if you stop them once, all you gotta do is drive twenty yards and let them kick a sixty yarder, and you're good. <laughs> like, exactly. I, I don't know. I look. We'd all be maybe saying differently. Like if they, if, if they had actually gotten it. But in my mind, I'm sitting here going, like, it's still a bad call, even if you yeah. made it. Yep. Yeah. The only two things that really pop in my mind is that they were on the road. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's really all I got, I think. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I think <laughs> and they didn't really need the game, I guess. They, hell, they're going for that first Brown buy. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true as well. They, they so were the number they, one they were, seed. That's Until true. I now. take that. I take that back. They didn't need that game. Yeah, like, yeah. And there's thinking. only one team getting that by. So that's 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 brutal, man. I, I'm really surprised that they did that. Um, yeah, I mean, they were on the road. I, you know, I get, I get that mentality of you know, you're on the road, you know, hostile environment, and you know, so get it when you can get it. But it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, I guess maybe because they let up all those points. In the fourth, they were thinking, oh, let's just do it now and, and get out of here. Defense was um, maybe gassed or something. Yeah, and, I mean, LaPlante's mentioned the Marlon Humphrey injury. Um, so that that's a big one, too. So, I mean, and, again, that's that's partially why the Steelers were able to move the ball yeah. as well as they did. And, um, you know, so some of the stats here, Lamar, you know, 253 yards in the air, one touchdown, one pick, ran for 55 yards. Freeman looked pretty good, man, 14 for 52 and a touchdown, caught five for 45. He is 100% taking over that backfield. Yeah. Um, He's you know, got some juice left, no doubt. Murray has looked decent when he gets in there, but they've they've – they're trusting Freeman now. So uh, he is the guy that you want to start there. And I think I'm comfortable using him in fantasy easily now at this point. Um, and then a uh, Hollywood round five for 55, uh, big Ben 21 for 31 looked really bad in the first half yes. of this game, honestly, until that fourth quarter, but two thirty-six and two touchdowns, um, eight and 105 of those went to in two touchdowns with the Deontay Johnson. So he had a massive game. And then uh, Najee Harris, 21 for 71, 5 for 36. I want to ask you your thoughts on Harris. Like, he seems to be slowing down. Is it the rookie wall or teams just keying on him more? What, what's your thoughts here? He's carried a ton of workload, man. I, yes. I, I'm i thinking he's starting to slow down a little bit. He's starting to slow down a little bit. It's, a, it, it's good for his fantasy output moving forward that the Steelers won this game. I feel because they're still going to be in the hunt. I feel like if they would have lost and with the slide that they're on, why would they want to burn Najee out the rest of the season? But with him, with them winning now, they still obviously need to use him. Yeah, so, they're still in the hunt. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's going to be okay moving forward. But he, he, I don't think he's the guy that we saw earlier in the year. Obviously. No, I don't, I don't think we're going to get you know those those huge weeks you know and consistently big weeks that we were getting out of him early on. I think he's definitely dropped uh, to the back end of the RB1 cat- uh, conversation uh, most weeks or you know, maybe even high end RB2, you mm-hmm. know, depending on matchups for other guys. I, I just don't think he's he's not that. He doesn't look quite as explosive, honestly. Like, I see him touch the ball, and he's just not, like, running by people like he was early on in the season. But yep. Um, last game here, 49ers and Seahawks, uh, 49ers, 23 Seahawks, 30. This one actually surprised me. Um, 
Jimmy G, 20 for 30, 299 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Elijah Mitchell, 22 for 66 and a touchdown, caught three for 18. Still don't know how he's catching passes with a broken finger. Um, <laughs> yeah. He caught five last week. That was, yeah, that's like, insane, man. I thought that first game back for sure, he's not catching anything, and he caught five. He wasn't. He usually wasn't involved in the passing game, so then they gave him five for the yeah. first thing ever, the broken finger. <laughs> Who would have thought? Sure. Man, it doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, matter. George Kittle balled out today, man. Nine for 181 and two touchdowns. Just crazy good. Yeah. Um, and then Mr. Russ Wilson uh, started cooking a little bit today, man. 30 yes, for 37, did. 231, two touchdowns at a pick. Looked real bad early on, but started figuring things out. Um, Lockett, 7 for 68 and a touchdown. And DK starting to come back to life, 5 for 60. Uh, and uh, Ike calling you out, man. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever, uh, I guess it's a Friday show, the Wolfpack show. Yeah, it might yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. yeah Russ, Russ had a you know uh, a serviceable game. I'm not going to say it was a good game. It was uh, much better than we've seen. So are we starting to trust this offense a little bit more now that we're starting to see? I mean, last week wasn't horrible, but you know, still wasn't what we expect you mm-hmm. know, from Russ Wilson most weeks. I think he gets. I think he can start trusting Russ moving forward. Thirty for thirty-seven, man. He is real efficient. And he missed DK two on a long bomb to that would have been uh, for a touchdown. He just ran out of real estate on the sidelines, unfortunately. And I want to say also DK got tackled at like the two-yard line on one of them too. So like, <laughs> yeah. he definitely, he definitely should have had a uh, uh, a much bigger day. But uh, yeah. And then, of so, course, yeah. they sign Adrian Peterson right off the street, and he finds his way into the end zone, man. Something Alex Collins hasn't been able to do in three, four weeks, I feel. Didn't, uh, didn't AP also fumble that last yeah. drive? Like, as yes. they were going into the end zone, he fumbled. Mm-hmm. That, how many times have we seen that with AP? Like, he fumbles, and like, he fumbles <laughs> on like, the three-yard line all the time, and I'm like – guys, stop using him in the red zone. Yeah, <laughs> There's somebody. Awful, awful timing. You know what? They should just hand the ball to DK. Who's tackling that dude? Yeah. <laughs> on no, the goal no, line. Nobody's tackling, nobody's tackling him. <laughs> yeah. This dude is massive. I mean, the 49ers can do it with Debo. They could absolutely do it with DK. That would work. No, um, no. Yeah. Pay me the big bucks, guys. Put me in. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So we are about 48 seconds left in the third quarter, looking at a 13 to 3 game. Barnburner here. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, still, still not a great game overall for fantasy, um, but uh, I'm sure we'll get some more points here. But anyway, man, that is it for the show. I want to thank you for coming on and filling in for Jeff. And of uh, yeah, hope you guys had a good week. And if you need any more help, uh, good luck. Hope you get it. Cool. See you all later. Yeah.